shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. with you, I've been uh, staring at this microphone because I'm out of words. Um, And I'm just sad. I think I'm sad at a lot of things. I'm sad. Um, I'm sad for friends of friends 
who know these beautiful people. Um, I'm sad for my community in Nashville. I'm sad because I don't, um, I don't think I'm growing apathetic because sometimes I don't think that um, people are going to be able to um, figure this out. And I'm mad. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm tired. So I've been looking at this um, microphone for an hour, not knowing what to say. And so I finally decided to just hit record because um, maybe none of us know what to say. You know, there's been a lot of people myself included the last few days that I've said a lot. Um, and I think that when tragedies like this happen, for me, I look for people that, um, that can help me process what I'm feeling and say maybe what I want to say and don't know how to say it. And I think for a lot of you, that's me. Um, that weighs a lot. Um, you know, a lot of the, uh, DMS that I get are just from people that say, um, Carlos, you said, you said what I've been wanting to say and I haven't been able to say it. So thank you for your words. And so, you know, um, I feel the weight of that. Um, especially in weighty situations like this where, um, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say um, to ease the pain of these families, these beautiful grandparents, parents, and these beautiful children. Um, so tonight I, 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 um, I didn't prepare. <laughs> I just thought maybe we needed to get in a place together where the, whether that's your, um, your, I don't know, your minivan, um, or if you're on a walk, um, this is just us being a family together, um, and mourning. Uh, and after, um, after a lot of words that I've spoken this week and a lot of, um, a lot of opinions, um, that we are rapidly, you know, I think accelerated towards in moments where we don't know what to do. Uh, we say things and I think that's okay. And I think that all the things that have been said that I've said that other people have said um, have been important. Uh, but then I just started thinking this morning, but we haven't heard from the parents. Um, and so I just put, I put in my, um, Instagram story, I put up a uh, question box saying, hey, if you're, if you belong to Covenant Church or you're a parent of a student that was there, could you um, let me know if you're part of the Insta Familia? Probably had 15 um, parents and staff reach out. And I talked to all of them 
a lot of them let me, um, gave me words to read. Um, a few of them, um, just, I said, if you don't have the capacity, um, that's fine. Because I asked them two questions. I, I said, when they replied back to me, I said, how are you? And what do you need? How's your heart? And what do you need? Um, are you doing it? What do you need? Knowing that, you know, how are you could change moment by moment, minute by minute. But those are the two things I wanted. And I said, just let me know, like, let me know. Um, and they did, you know, um, and I quote from one of the moms, um, we just need this to stop. And I need everybody to stop arguing and just make it stop. I mean, that, that's, that's the place, right? Um, because when your child witnesses something like this, you just want it to stop. And, and it hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. It was supposed to stop the last time and it hasn't stopped. And I just can't even fathom. Um, so I, they were, they sent me, um, you know, prayer. Um, we need your prayer. You know, I, I, um, I need to say this as, as a man of faith. And I, you know, I, I said this in my, um, reel that kind of went viral, um, that I'm a man of prayer. I'm a man of faith. Um, and I've, I prayed that day for, the families and the staff and, but you can actually pray and use your hands and feet and your voice and your head, your hands and your heart to do something. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was very passionate that day. I'm still passionate right now. I'm just exhausted. Um, and I, and I, I still stand by that, but I also, just want to give voice to the parents that want us to do something. And so first, um, I, I actually, two, two parents were gracious enough to, um, record something for us. I said, Hey, look, I don't want to interview you. I don't want, this isn't um, the news. I want to know you're in the familia and they both are. Um, well, they all were that, but these two that, that left voice memos are, and I want to know what do you need? You know, cause there's been a, there's been a lot of great stuff. Like already there's, there's fundraisers for, um, all of the victims, families, there's, um, there's uh, my incredible friends to see, um, and Dave over at Daystar are, raising money for counseling for the kids and vital, so important. But I just thought, what, what do the parents need? And so I just want to, um, I just want to listen to a few minutes of the parents talking. Um, this is Becky. Becky is an Insta Familia member. Um, she's got, um, Two kids, 
that were there. And Becky, we love you. And we see you. And I want you to hear from Becky. And I really want you to hear her. You ready? I really want you to hear her. Her breath, her pauses, her pain, her hopes. Here you go. Hi, Carlos. This is Becky Hansen. Um, I'm a mom of two kids who are survivors from the Covenant School. And you asked how we are. And uh, the truth is, is it changes every few minutes. We are incredibly sad, just incredibly devastated by the loss of so many loved ones, including three children, our um, head of school, our beloved custodian, our gentle giant, and responded so quickly. You also asked what, what our families need. And um, the truth is, is we don't really know what we need. We're having to take it an hour at a time, um, five minutes at a time sometimes. But I know what we need right now is love and support. And we need people to open their hearts and talk to one another in a way where people can hear each other. We don't need platitudes. We don't need politics. We need people to talk about people and human lives and hear one another in a way where we can actually talk. We can actually try and fix this because I know that there is no person in this world who wants their child or anyone else that they love to have been shot and killed by someone. We need to fix this and we need the people who are not the parents or those directly affected to be willing to have conversations and hear one another and start to fix this because right now we just need to hold our babies. So please just talk to each other and agree that you're willing to talk to each other and agree that you're willing to fix it. And that's what gives me hope. And that's what, if we can do that, if we can just agree that we'll talk and we'll try to fix it, then we'll find a way. I know we'll find a way. I know we'll find a way. That's hope. That's hope, Becky. So I heard a, I heard a couple things there. Um, I think it's important um, for us to really hear when she said, this is what we need. Um, we need to get together. I can only fathom what it must feel like to have to live through something like this, parent through something like this, and just want love and support and seeing nothing but vitriol being spewed at your expense and your kid's expense. And I can only imagine. And so Becky said, that's what she wants. She wants us to be able to come together to have conversations that can fix this. And she says she has the hope that it can be fixed. No parent wants this. So I, I think I have to get to the place of understanding that no parent actually wants this. 
you know, I think it's, um, it's so easy to see lack of action by some people and by political leaders and think they hate their kids, which just isn't the truth. Um, but I know that the only way to move is truly walking together. The only way to move the needle is walking together. There has to be compromise. And when two sides don't want to compromise and when people don't want to compromise, nothing will ever get done besides shouting at each other. Nothing happens. So we need to find, and I know, I know it, it sounds, it sounds impossible, but this is coming from a parent of a child who witnessed things and heard things that they are going to need years, if not decades of therapy, if ever to get over this. So this is the mother of a child, two children who witnessed and heard and saw this asking for us to come together. So listen, as passionate as I am about knowing that I know my heart and what, what my opinion is on what can help can we come to the table? I've already tagged my congressman, my state representative to see if we can have lunch. I'll buy. And I'm not going to yell at you. Okay. I want, I want to look you in the, and I want to hear, I want to literally hear what, are we, what, what's going to change this. We need level-headed adults to be able to have these conversations because the ones that aren't, Aren't, aren't going to be aren't going to be able to accomplish what Becky needs us to accomplish. So take three breaths, and let's figure out how to have conversations to move the needle forward. Because nothing has moved forward. Nothing has moved forward. N- literally nothing. It's getting worse. But Carlos, it's. it's It's not about guns, Carlos. It's about mental health. But Carlos, it's, it's, it's all, it's all guns. Just, it's just guns. We don't have to worry about mental health. We got to come to the table. I I have, I have some opinions. This isn't a solution podcast. I've got some solutions that I think can move the needle forward. Um, I'm going to share those online. This isn't the time. I want to hear from the parents. Um, so Becky, 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 rewind it. Listen to her again. Um, and just let it sink in. Before I, I read Phil, or I let Phil's um, be read, um, this, this mother um, says, again, it's the familia, mostly ladies. I'm appreciative of Phil who left a voicemail. Um, whose wife and kids are at the school. Um, but I got a, um, a, another DM from a mom that said, I need to know that I'm going to be okay too. That's what she needs. You know, with a lot of these, um, and, and any traumatic situation, the 
the obvious um, focus goes to the victim, obvious, and the victim's family and those that were immediately there. But there's, there's a kind of a silent majority of people that actually carry the trauma as well. I had, I've had so many um, conversations in my DMs with other survivors of mass shootings and there's guilt. And I just, I just think when you think of the parents, how can we help? She needs to know that she's going to be okay too and how to, how to be okay. I've got some ideas I'm going to share at the end. This isn't going to be a long podcast. I just want, I want us to hear them. Um, before we go, um, before we hear um, from our next parent, I, um, I, I, wa- I want to, you know, I, w- I want to stop and, and let our, our partners, our two partners of the show um, be heard from. Uh, and let you know, obviously this show can't happen without um, these partners. And so I'm incredibly grateful. And I am a little shocked as to um, who the two partners are this week. Um, I just feel like it, 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 it aligned better than if I had a partner this week, you know, like about dog food or something. That the, these are actually um, very helpful um, in seasons and situations that we find ourselves in. So let's just take a, just a quick break and hear from two partners, which I actually recorded, re-recorded these ads today without music, um, just to be able to allow the, this partner segment to not feel like a huge jolt, although I understand that it is. So if, if you guys could... Um, see how maybe these partners can help you in your season right now. And then we'll come back and hear from Phil. This show is sponsored by better help. You know, I, um, if there's ever been a week that I know I need to talk to somebody, it's this week. And I know a lot of you, as we dive into the specifics of this specific subject that we're talking about today, maybe need somebody to talk to. Um, Therapy has been very, very helpful for me my entire life. And I know that it could be really helpful for you. It's, um, it's really a lifelong process. It's nothing that you just do once or twice and then you're done. It's, it's an actual relationship worth investing in having somebody not get to know you, but help you get to know yourself better. Um, this is what I'd love to do. I'd love to give you guys 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash human hope. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. Discover your potential with better help. Today is the day to start changing the trajectory of your life one tiny step at a time. In Change Your Brain Every Day, psychiatrist and clinical neuroscientist Daniel Amen draws on over 40 years of clinical practice with tens of thousands of patients to give you the most effective daily habits he has seen that can help you improve your brain, 
master your mind, boost your memory, and make you feel happier, healthier, and more connected to those you love. And let me tell you, it is true because he has helped me so much in my life. Incorporating Dr. Amen's tiny habits and practices over the course of a year will help you manage your mind to support your happiness, inner peace, and success. Learn how to develop lifelong strategies for dealing with whatever stresses come your way and create an ongoing sense of purpose in a way that informs your daily actions. In the pages of Change Your Brain Every Day, you'll get a year's worth of life-changing daily wisdom from Dr. Amen, one of the world's most prominent psychiatrists. Visit changeyourbrainbook.com to learn more. Okay. Phil, Phil is a father. His wife works at the school and he's got kids at the school. And um, Phil, take it away. Hey, Carlos, this is Phil Shea here in Nashville. I'm currently on a walk at Radnor Lake by myself, which is the first time I've been alone since Monday um, I um, posted this to my story on Tuesday early and thought I would just read it many have asked how they can help our family and it's hard to know what we might need but here are a few things that may be helpful we just need to be loved on our kids need their friends We need space to grieve and process, sometimes alone and sometimes with others who make us feel safe. We need prayers on prayers for our community. We need you to love your people near and far and those who aren't yours too. We need to show up for our school community as fellow parents, classmates, staff, Sonny, my wife, and friends. This may include some needed help with childcare. We don't have family here. We need a place to laugh and to feel okay and normal in so much that is not. And the last thing I listed was that practically we needed tissues at home, but we don't need those anymore because you post that to Instagram and you get a bunch of tissues. Love you all. Mm. We love you too, Phil. Um, <laughs> don't send Phil tissues. Phil, we are not going to send you tissues. Um, oh, man. Let me read you um, a... Um, A message from Gina, another parent. She says this. Thank you, Carlos. Three things from my perspective we need. Number one, safe, supported places to go with our children until school reopens. And then in in, in parentheses, she says, a place where we don't have to answer questions or push away media. Just want to be normal. 
I mean, I don't know. Does anybody that live in Nashville have a farm or a wide open space that these families can go to and, and just breathe? I don't know. But are known and feel supported. Parnassus, which is a local bookstore here, did a wonderful job of this yesterday. We're trying to get out of our house a bit, but seeking support of local businesses where children are welcomed. That's number one. Okay, so safe, supported places to go with our children. Number two, there are some who've written notes or dropped off food, supplies, comfort items, etc. This has changed both of my children's mindset and provides hope. My son said it best, quote, even though it's sad and was a horrible day, people that don't know us want to help us feel better. Remarkable therapy for him to see the hope ahead as he processes what he witnessed. And number three, she says, I worry most about the endurance and support of our teachers staff. Would it be great to have other teachers reach out to them as they try to navigate the journey of getting back in the building for school in the coming days? Thank you, Gina. Another parent at Covenant, another Insta Familia member. Um, oh, you know what I, um, <clears throat> when I, when I think back to Phil and what he said to us, um, Phil wants to laugh. <laughs> he said that we just need a place to laugh and feel safe and, um, feel normal. Normal was, is a word, which, which I'm, I'm kind of hearing that in, in Gina as well. Feel normal. Um, a place we don't have to answer questions or push away media, but are known and feel supported. And of course, Gina, obviously this is an incredible mom worries for the teachers and the staff, of course. And it'd be great to have other teachers reach out to them as they try to navigate the journey. Um, She said, uh, she said, my mind isn't clear. So not sure these are the best, most clear thoughts. Let me tell her something here. Hang on. They are amazing. Sorry, this is on the fly, guys. Okay, so here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. Um, the, we, we've seen Daystar come around these kids and they're raising money for um, these kids to get therapy, which they need it the most. Um, I don't know what the, what it looks like for the teachers. Um, I'm almost certain that there's going to be opportunities for them to be supported through counseling and therapy and all these things. But I, I sit here and I think about the parents and I think about, you know, what, and again, I'm just throwing this out here right now. Um, this isn't a going to be a podcast way. I, I was, I was initially yesterday going to do talk. We'll come on here and talk about everything. I think we need to do to solve the gun crisis in America. <laughs> That's not where we're at. Um, 
this crisis is going to continue on not only for the kids, not only for the faculty, not only for the first responders, but for the parents. These are parents of elementary schoolers. Okay, not that not that parents of high schoolers don't have to, but but they're having to navigate helping their children navigate trauma, which is going to be different than helping a teenager navigate trauma. I just think it's it's more it's it's a bit more complicated. And the pressure and the stress of these parents having to figure it out. They're literally stranded on an island alone trying to figure it out. I, I think we need to help them. I, okay, so here, here's the thing. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. This may or may not happen. I'm saying it on a podcast. Stay close to my, um, my Instagram over the next coming few days. Um, because I am, I've, I mean, what, what if I, I, I talked to Kelly, my manager and she, she's like, just be vague, but, and I, she's probably the right call to be vague, but I don't know. I just feel like being specific right now. (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. What if, um, what if, what if we raised enough money and put it into a fund? So every single parent can go to therapy multiple times, right? Like, what if we did that? I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. This may not be what we do, but there's power in the human hope familia. There's power in the insta familia. I've seen it happen. But after listening and reading these messages and, and just listening to Becky and just, and actually Becky and I talked and Phil, uh, Becky and I talked them probably the most um, and just, just hearing what are, what, what are kids? Just knowing what these kids saw and knowing that the parents have to carry that trauma for their kids. They literally have to pick it up and place it on their shoulders in order to pull some of it off of their kids. I think these parents need to have the opportunity at least. They're all not going to take it, but need to have the opportunity at least for therapy. I mean, I don't know. Let me do the math. You know, the, the worst, the, <laughs> this is so like me, like, I'm like, okay, we're, pr- we're going to do this, but maybe not to, not to, not when you're listening to this, but just hang on. Right. I'm a dreamer. Um, I mean, what therapy averages 150 bucks a shot times five sessions, 750 bucks. What is there? A hundred, 110 kids at coming at school, two parents each. So, um, say 300, just doing math here. I mean, uh, oh, my math is really bad. (laughs) Um, let me try that again. $150 times five sessions equals $750. So it would cost $750 ish. Okay. We may have a counseling center that's listening to this and they wants to donate, um, some time, but 750 bucks for five sessions. Okay. It could be plus or minus 50 bucks. Okay. Um, and then you multiply that times a hundred kids, right? 750 times. Can, can you guys see that I need other people to do this for me times 100 kids uh, or families, right? So that's, I mean, that's $75,000 just for like one of the parents. Um, to go to therapy 
each of the kids, and I'm, I'm guessing that number of kids, it could be more. I mean, it could be more. But I mean, it looks like like, so, you know, you, you multiply that times two. Now we're at $150,000. My math could be off. Can somebody help me with that? But I'm just trying to say, what if we tried to raise enough money for every parent to go to like a substantial amount of therapy? They need to talk. I just keep thinking about them. And I think, I think this, this, this is it. So I'm, I'm going to lay that out here for you guys. Okay. I'm laying it out. Um, pray about it. Think about it. Pray for these families. Um, write your congressperson, come up with solutions, all the things. But right now I'm asking, Hey, what do you think? Next couple days, be it Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, maybe Monday, Monday, I'm going to come back on Instagram and I'm going to have an official, this is what we're going to do for them. Maybe a GoFundMe and maybe, you know, I don't know how it's going to, maybe Venmo, I don't know how it's going to work, but we're going to do it. We, we've already, the Human Hope Familia, the Instant Familia has raised $2.4 million for a lot of people in need. What if we gave every single parent some therapy? Ah, I know, I know I'm not supposed to say it, but like, that's just what I'm feeling. Holy Spirit is, is feeling very clear. So, I mean, listen, we may not be able to cover all of that, um, but maybe we could. I just know how hard it is to see a child suffer. And I just watched my child suffer through sickness at Vanderbilt Medical Center for a month. And I know how bad I needed. That was my daughter that was that was going through the trauma. But I know how bad I needed. I needed to process that. And I can't imagine if my kids saw and experienced murder right in front of them, how much more I would need to be able to talk to somebody. What do you think, guys? So, to stay tuned, um, I'm gonna. Me and my team is gonna do some work over here, and um, uh, let's um, let's give them some breath in their lungs. This has been episode 102 of the Human Podcast. see you next week. Peep my Instagram on Monday or Sunday. Love you guys.